What comes to mind when you think about life? Your life? The lives of those you love? Would you be willing to save a loved one's life? Of course. But have you ever stopped and thought about saving the lives of others? Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but when it is broken down, it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. A man I know named Dad was sadly on his deathbed. His little granddaughter, Emily, was keeping him company by sitting by his bedside when suddenly they both smelt the fragrance of a fresh apple pie being pulled out of the oven. Apple pie was always Ed's favorite. Ed looked over at his granddaughter and asked her, go to the kitchen and ask grandma if I can have one last slice of her delicious apple pie. It smells so wonderful. The little one ran off to the kitchen and came back a few minutes later, empty handed. Ed was dazed and said, where is my apple pie? The little granddaughter looked and said, grandma said it's not for now. It's for after the funeral. (laughs) Hi, you are listening to episode 20 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, two-time kidney recipient and proud LifeBank staff member. As corny as that joke was, it illustrates that humor can be found in just about every situation. Here with me is Alyssa Berman, the Senior Bereavement Counselor at LifeBank. And we are going to talk about finding humor during grief. Alyssa, thanks so much for being here today. My pleasure. We've all been in serious situations before, but for some reason, something strikes us as funny and we have to giggle. Or there's always that family member or friend that is cracking jokes no matter what's going on. Why would people turn to humor during grieving? Well, I think we have to remember that laughter itself allows you to step outside yourself, even if it's temporarily. And people will say to me, I laughed and I actually felt like myself. And for those who haven't had to cope with serious loss, they may wonder, is that really appropriate? And one of the things that I try to remind people is that humor actually is a way for people to manage their feelings. We know that it's normal to cry. No one ever really questions they're crying. But when you start to laugh, I encourage people not to shy away from the possibility that it can be helpful because humor is a part of living. So it wouldn't be surprising that it seeps in during our times of grief. And there are lots of coping skills people see from a griever. And the one that surprises people the most is humor. And so often people will say, why am I laughing at a time like this? One of the things that's so important to understand is that humor is both a defense mechanism in times of crisis and a tool for coping long after the event. And so sometimes while we're always braced for sadness, we don't realize that humor itself is normal. And since healing is dynamic and always changing, laughter is just a part of the whole entire process. 
So humor is actually considered a mature defense mechanism uh, alongside things like patience and humility and mindfulness and forgiveness. And mature defense mechanisms are actually thought to enhance feelings of control. Like you actually feel more in control during a really out of control time in your life. And humor itself really helps people who are having conflicting emotions and thoughts. Now, the kind of humor that sometimes we experience after grief is like nervous laughter. And we know what that's like where someone, something just tickles you and you find it funny. But that's completely normal in times of grief. And it puts ourselves at rest. And it also, believe it or not, nervous laughter makes an experience feel kind of less threatening. In addition, sometimes at really dark times, we use what we call gallows humor, you know, the humor that lightens a difficult or scary situation. And those times, usually we hear it in sarcasm or silliness. And it's really just meant to ease stress and to make things feel a little less heavy. So I just think in general, knowing that humor is normal and is a natural coping mechanism through grief is always an important thing to keep in mind. And it helps us keep perspective. We know that using humor during grief is appropriate, but is there ever a time when it's too soon? So it's a great question. You know, I think that since grief itself has the ability to kind of suck all the joy out of life, it doesn't mean that you have to be happy to laugh. The reason why I'm saying that is it's not that it's ever too soon. You just have to consider most importantly, the right time and the right place as a part of, is this the best time to use humor? Because the reality is, is humor can be therapeutic. And humor itself is actually an intervention that people use when working with the grieving. The most important thing, as opposed to thinking about, is there ever inappropriate times, is just considering the balance. Humor isn't always appropriate, regardless of the situation. So you want to have a sense of balance to know, based on who you're with, when it feels welcome and when it feels spontaneous. Because even after your loved one dies, The laughter often comes when you are sharing memories, and it's never too soon to share memories. I've seen so many people just days after loss putting together pictures and boards and just laughing. It releases tension. It helps people cope. And it's a way that we honor those who have died because we remember the goodness of their love through our laughter. There's actually a quote I want to share from the Chicago Tribune, and it says, laughter is a core ingredient of all the facets of life, even the end of life. And while there's no cure for death, there is a way you can change your frame of mind about it. And that's often through laughter. That is perfect. That brings back memories of my father's funeral. He was a pretty funny guy. And it was awesome to laugh with our family and friends as they shared stories of the crazy things he did and said. It did bring a a great sense of comfort for us. And it did help us manage through that immediate situation. What are the benefits to our health when it comes to laughter? So this is a great thing, especially right now as we're dealing with concerns that people have in general about your health. Research has shown that laughing actually fortifies your immune system. And you can read about that in various medical journals. 
And in the Journal of actually National Cancer Institute, they recorded that people who laughed often actually decreased their stress-related hormones in their body and increased activated T-cells, which are natural killer cells and help your body stay strong and healthy. The other thing is if you laugh a lot, it actually gives your body the feeling you have after a workout. You know, you'd have to laugh a lot for that, but laughter does increase your heart rate, your respiratory rate, and also helps with oxygen consumption. It increases the blood flow to the heart. It helps with stress. It can actually clear your mind. The other thing people have found is that there's research that shows that it helps with pain, um, that it actually can increase your pain tolerance. There are professionals who have found that it can actually make you more creative. You have to laugh a lot, but believe it or not, laughing for 10 to 15 minutes can burn 10 to 40 calories a day. That's a good thing. It has the impact to lower your blood pressure and help with depression. People have actually studied memory loss and laughter. And there was a study done in 2014 where researchers found that a 20-minute funny video helped older adults score better on memory tests compared to those who didn't watch one. So there are so many ways that it helps. And of course, there's emotional piece, which is that it helps you through really tough times. It also reduces anxiety and a time where right now where so many people are struggling with anxiety, laughing creates endorphins. And so that also helps you feel better. It can also improve your focus. All of us have had the opportunity where at 3 p.m. we kind of hit a wall. There's research that shows that laughter engages your brain in a certain way that helps to hone your focus. Also, it fights disease. And here we are in this challenging time with COVID, but there have been in the Journal of Alternative Therapies and Health and Medicine, researchers actually found that laughing played a role in helping white blood cells fight off illness, which is really incredibly helpful during this time. So there are lots of ways that it can make your life better. Sign me up. That's a program I'm all for. (laughs) What tools can we use when grieving to bring a little laughter and levity to our lives during such a, a sad time? Well, you, Colleen, actually mentioned one of them, which was sharing funny stories. Um, about your loved one with each other. It's a way to relive memories and celebrate the life of the person. The other thing is to keep a box of memories. And in that box, you can write down a list of your funniest memories on a card or in a journal. And on the days when you're feeling down, you can take a look at those memories you've written, especially around important anniversaries or holidays. Also, if you want to do an interesting search, go take a look at laughter yoga. There's actually laughter yoga classes it's a yoga exercise routine that's actually designed around laughter. And if you search it on YouTube, it will make you laugh just watching it. You can rent a funny movie. A lot of people like comedy clubs. You can watch an old favorite sitcom, funny YouTube videos, get a recommendation for a funny book. But most importantly, sometimes hanging out with that friend who makes you laugh as well. So those are all different ways that even in your most difficult times, you can find some humor. Thanks, Alyssa. That is such important information and we appreciate your expertise and it's great to know a little laughter helps in these situations. And of course, just to be clear, at LifeBank, we understand that losing a loved one is no laughing matter. And in fact, we spend a lot of our time and effort to support families whose loved ones did give the gift of life through organ, eye, or tissue donation. 
We offer grief support services and resources for 24 months after the donation. Alyssa is a licensed counselor and we offer free individual counseling for those donor families who want to take advantage of that service. Each year, we hold a donor memorial to honor those that have given life to others through the gift of donation. If you would like to learn more about resources offered to donor families, visit lifebanc.org, click on resources, and at the top, you will see a drop-down box, and there you will see a tab for donor families, and it lists all our services available. Again, thank you so much, Alyssa, for being with me today. Thanks for tuning in. I invite you back next week, and come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life, the podcast that is changing lives. Organ, eye, and tissue donation is truly all about life. Life given, life received, and lives saved and healed. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org or visit lifebank.org for more information. If you are already a registered donor, we thank you. If you are not, take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at the BMV or online at lifebank.org. Literally. Someone's life is depending on it. Donate life.